0: This is The Future Of, where experts share their vision of the future and how their work is helping shape it for the better. I'm Jessica Morrison. Lately, there's been news of digital artworks and other assets selling for millions of dollars online. The first ever published tweet recently sold for close to $4 million, while a CryptoPunk pixel artwork recently went for just over $15 million. These are all examples of non-fungible tokens or NFTs, which are traded using the same blockchain technology that cryptocurrencies operate on. As we look towards the future, are these technologies going to increase in popularity or are they waiting to be swept into the digital ether? To discuss this topic with us today is returning guest, Associate Professor Vidhi Potdar, as well as the Managing Director at NatSoft Consulting Australia, Strinivas Voipati. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank you 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 very much. much. So, Vidhi, how do they relate to other applications of blockchain technology?
1: See, blockchain technology, uh, one of the most prominent examples is Bitcoin. You know, it has gone, I think it crossed $50,000 a few months ago. Uh, Bitcoin is considered as a fungible token. Yeah. And what that means is multiple people can have Bitcoins, and the value of the Bitcoin is the same, whatever is the traded value. But when we talk about non-fungible tokens, uh, it is reverse or it's opposite to to that. And by that we mean there is only one specific instance of uh, NFT. So if I have one image, that will have one NFT. Uh, So an NFT proves that I own a specific piece of digital asset, it could be image, it could be text, it could be a tweet, it could be anything. But it gives me the, authority or the bragging rights to say that I own this, you know, I have paid a hell lot of money to 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 buy this and I can use it in whichever way uh, I like. But that doesn't stop people from copying the digital assets. So that's when, you know, NFTs do not prevent you from copying the artwork or copying the digital asset, but it gives you the uh, right of ownership and you can sell that asset further.
0: Relates to my next question actually. So yeah. why would someone buy digital artwork when it could just be copied?
1: Yeah, so I think you could uh, compare that with owning a real art piece versus owning a... a fake a, of it or Like something. a fake or, a, yeah. or, a, or even a print yes. of, the, of the same. Yep. You know, so it is a matter of who owns it and that is what is valuable. So we have seen that in the art industry uh, for many years. I think going into the future, as we enter into the digital, uh, digital art space, the ownership of whoever owns a specific digital asset or art will have that value assigned to it. And every time that owner sells that NFT, you can even program it so that part of the revenue that is generated on each sale gets back to the original creator. So if you compare that with like, when we buy or sell a house. yeah, Every time we sell a house, we have to pay stamp duty. So same kind of a logic can be applied to digital artwork using NFTs.
2: Just to add to that, if you relate it in the physical world, it's like having an autograph of a painting. The artist still has IP rights, yeah? but you can claim that you own that autograph, original autographed version of that particular painting
1: a digital equivalence of the what we see in the physical world i would say
0: and the blockchain technology enables people to prove that ownership doesn't it
1: that's yes. right yes
0: One of the internet's most viewed videos, the YouTube clip of baby Charlie biting his brother's finger, that was recently sold for 500,000 pounds, so just over 900,000 Australian dollars. It's insane to think that. So with video sharing platforms such as TikTok, Facebook and YouTube generating so much video content, what does the relationship between these mediums and NFTs look like going forward? So will more content be sold as NFTs into the future?
1: To answer your question i think what is important to understand here is everything can be sold as nfts but do you have a buyer who is going to buy that right so i think it goes back to the point that although you can create content create videos and try to sell it with nfts do you have the brand around it that people would want to buy that and it again goes back to the same thing famous artists paintings go worth millions of dollars the same thing once in a while it may be that your creation goes viral for no matter what reason, but it does go viral and it just creates a hype around it and you may get lucky and you probably be able to sell uh, your creation uh, as an NFT. But looking forward, I mean, thinking about it as a completely new way of selling your digital art or digital, art or digital uh, content, uh, I think it may be a far-fetched idea as of now because there are existing ways in which such videos or um, other other modes of digital art are sold, you know. So, like in in case of YouTube, uh, YouTube already has a revenue sharing arrangement with its creators. So, what would be the justification for creators to create an NFT to sell it on their own? You know. So th- there are these are some questions that need to be thought carefully uh, going into the future.
0: And I suppose it sort of seems from what you've just said then that the economic principles of demand and supply still apply, don't they? There needs to be demand for these things. That's right. You know, not everything's going to to potentially become an NFT. Yeah. That's right. Um, We're recording this in mid-June 2021. So about a month ago, the value of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies crashed. Has there been any impact on the sale of NFTs and do you expect there to be in the future?
2: The NFT market has uh, seen a major impact due to the uh, collapse of the cryptocurrency market. So there is a uh, really uh, direct linkage uh, because a lot of the money that has been earned through cryptocurrency investments have been pumped into NFTs. So what we could see in the last uh, couple of months once the cryptocurrencies, have tanked and uh, dropped in value, the NFTs also, trading has come down drastically. However, again, uh, there is a relationship with uh, cryptocurrency, but moving forward, there could be potentially use cases which could justify and sustain the NFT market.
1: I think uh, I agree with what uh, Srini said that a lot of investment into NFT first of all went because uh, a lot of investors made a lot of money by selling their crypto. So that kind of fueled the the purchase of NFTs and the examples that you see floating around, you know, people paying millions of dollars for a piece of art. So thinking about in the future, uh, like I said earlier on, as long as you create a brand around yourself, or if you go viral for some odd reason, that there could be a potential for small things or a funny um, emojis or videos going going viral and people buying buying it on that. But I don't see that this would be a sustainable business model for people to just kind of hope that one of their videos goes viral.
0: Bank on that for the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you see a future where people collect NFTs to the same extent as they do original paintings or other sort of collectible items like collectible cars and... Um, I don't know, sporting memorabilia and yes. things like that.
2: I believe that's uh, the key, uh, I can say, driver for the popularity of NFT. Uh, and uh, one is digital art, but also collectibles primarily driven by gaming industries because a lot of the gaming developers introduced NFTs so that in-game in uh, prizes could be exchanged and by tokenization, you could actually even exchange across the games and be able to trade some of these in-game prizes. And that's driven a lot of the interest in the NFT market. Another major impact to NFT was when sporting franchises like NBA have set up a blockchain platform to be able to sell their uh, gaming cards and also pictures or special movements as NFTs and which were sold on their platform. And they were uh, willing fans who were willing to buy because they were authentic from NBA. So they had the bragging right of having those virtual game cards or images. And uh, NBA actually uh, were able to recover some of the revenue which was impacted due to COVID through setting up this blockchain platform. had around two fifty million revenue.
1: Yeah, I think that's 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 interesting. You know the way you think how uh, the NFTs kind of started. Uh, I'm not sure if you know there is a game called CryptoKitties where you could buy and breed uh, kittens or cats, and that's where how the NFTs started. So people, uh, or the gamers who used to play that game, could buy different cats, <laughs> and that 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 was the origin origin of NFTs. And then the whole gaming industry kind of looked at it and like, wow. I mean, initially we would only sell subscription to a game uh, to buy or to uh, for for a year or so, but now in-game purchases is has opened up a completely new industry or a revenue stream uh, for gaming industry, for for gamers or for game game creators. And I think that is a that is a market that is going to kind of explode going into the future, given the number of gamers. That, uh, that we have all around the world. Uh, and many a times you will see that these awards or the, the things that they win in the game and the badges or the shields that they can buy, those would be the ones that have the potential to kind of go up in value or rise in value within the game or like, like Srini said, across different games as well.
0: Are there any stories about NFTs that stick out to you both? You've sort of mentioned the Crypto Kitties. <laughs> <which> is... <laughs> But any other stories?
2: Yeah, I just picked up a news item about uh, a girl uh, when uh, she was referred to as a disaster girl. So when she was 12 years old, uh, her father took a picture uh, when there was uh, a house burning and uh, she was looking uh, with a, a expression of uh, uh, naughtiness, yeah, which went viral. Now, the same girl who is now uh, a lady 22 years realized that this video could be made into an nft and she converted it in the nft and was able to get someone to bid for it for 500k wow
0: <clears throat> That'll set her up for life, won't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. Well, um, that would
2: help her on her education. That's what our plan is.
0: Well, yeah. Interesting you say that because the clip that we just spoke about, the Charlie biting my finger, the article I read about that is that the boys involved in the in the video are going to use the sale of that NFT yes. towards their education. Yes. So, yeah. you know, very yes. positive benefits from it, from, That's right. from yes. the, um, <laughs> the economic sort of um, byproduct of it all. So it's great. Um, Shrini, if you could maybe give us a bit of an overview on the NFT platform that's being developed by your company, NatSoft.
2: Sure. Yeah, again, NatSoft has been in the blockchain space and then we had uh, seen there's a lot of interest now picking up on NFT. So we partnered with uh, another company to develop a blockchain platform as a marketplace to be able to trade uh, digital assets on this platform and we wanted that to be a platform where artists gamers any other any user could sign on to the platform and be able to buy or sell digital assets so some of the key features we are going to include into this platform which is currently under development is we can use the normal ethereum wallets so we don't have to create a completely new ecosystem second is uh, we will also support some of the major Wallets, which are in uh, sort of uh, available, uh, like MetaMask and Wallet Connect, so it gives you the flexibility to use what you already have for the users, and we can let the users to be able to create the NFT themselves if they are savvy, and put it up on the platform to be able to sell it, and it o- will also provide uh, the feature to be able to o- arrange for an auction so that they can even get bids or getting the best bidding price for their NFT. And another feature we are planning to include is to make it compatible and interoperable with other marketplaces. So users or buyers and sellers can actually transfer NFTs from uh, our platform to another platform. And so that gives flexibility for the users to be able to select and choose where they want to buy and sell NFTs. And another key feature is we want to create a native token with attached value which can be used for trading. So these are some of the features we are looking into incorporating into this platform.
0: And so what does the time frame for this look like? Uh,
2: we are currently uh, working on the pilot uh, and we are targeted to complete it in the next uh, two months. And uh, then we are also looking at uh, reaching out to potential clients. Like, um, again, as you are aware, cricket is a very popular uh, game in India. And uh, with IPL, there's a lot of interest in the fans to have memorabilia related to their favourite teams. And this could be a platform that could enable the fans to be able to buy and sell memorabilia related to their teams.
0: There you go, we'll watch this space by the sounds of it. Finishing up, is this a fad or are NFTs here to stay? After what you've just said then, I'm guessing you're probably hoping they're here to stay with your digital marketplace you're developing.
2: Whether the current craze uh, in NFT, whether it'll be sustainable, especially when we are talking about these crazy numbers about how animes and pictures are being sold at uh, huge values, there are still uh, use cases which uh, would uh, ensure that NFTs remain to be relevant. And the second aspect is they are very tightly linked to the cryptocurrency, yeah. So I think they go in tandem, and it'll depend on uh, how the cryptocurrency market will evolve. And the NFTs could be one of the offerings and give option to investors to look at uh, how they can uh, broaden their uh, investment portfolio.
1: Really? Oh yeah. I think uh, it's difficult to say. I mean, it is uh, it is something like if you've seen in the past, ICOs were a craze in 2017 and now it has suddenly nobody talks about ICOs. These days we're talking about NFTs. Um, Maybe in five years' time or three years' time we'll be talking about something else. But I think what is important to see here is what value do NFTs bring in the current business environment where people, where businesses think that there would be some value that they can get which they cannot get otherwise. You know, so that is the first question uh, I would say that would help answer this question. I'm not sure if you have known but Nike has come up with a new sneakers that they call uh, Crypto Kicks and what they have done is they have taken this attempt of connecting the physical asset and giving it a digital identity. Uh, so each and every pair of shoes a pair of sneakers ha- will have an NFT. right? And what may happen is if this pair of shoes was worn by a world famous soccer player, and he probably gets a penalty kick and that leads to a major win in the finals. You know, Then that pair of shoes, uh, that pair of sneakers suddenly becomes really valuable. And because now that has a, a NFT associated with it, it will become much easier to kind of sell that, auction it uh, to the sports fans. Sending a real shoe may, may be difficult, but getting access to a digital asset on a blockchain via NFT will be much easier. So that is just one example of the possibilities that uh, that can happen. Uh, another example, or another industry that I think I would talk about here is the luxury goods industry. Yeah, so say LVs, Gucci's, any any of these brands that traditionally have battled a lot with the counterfeit goods. Yeah, so you can find a really good looking or perfect match but a counterfeit bag for half the price or maybe even less. So these companies or these brands could leverage NFT to a whole new level. You know what may happen is when you purchase a genuine say a genuine handbag, you may get a NFT a digital representation of the same NFT which you may put it as a wallpaper on your mobile phone. And because you are a genuine owner of the bag, only you will get that. And it cannot be—it it may be copied, but at least you—you you know that you own it, and you can brag about it. You can show it on your phone. See, this is what this is my NFT. This is on the blockchain. You can go check it out. So there is a lot of opportunity for creating new business models, uh, new ideas, new ways to engage with customers using NFTs. So what we are seeing now is kind of just the start of something that may may become something really big or may not, but there are opportunities and there are companies who are in this space trying to explore the possibilities. And like my my friend, my colleague, Srini, they have already in this space, they are developing a platform for trading NFTs. So I I think the possibilities are endless. It's how well it gets adopted in the industry or in in the market or among the consumers. I think that would define how how we we go into the future.
2: Yes. And there are also challenges which again is also related to cryptocurrency in terms of uh, the carbon footprint here, which is a big concern. And second area is uh, also about uh, how do you uh, make sure that uh, NFTs are not being hacked and that could also undermine that model.
0: In regards to hacking though is not the use of blockchain technology going to sort of at least protect it against that or is it?
2: Again it's about uh, not the blockchain can be the weak weak link but it could be people putting it in wallets and not being able to secure them.
1: There could always be some weak links throughout the whole ecosystem you know. There's a perception that blockchain is secure it cannot be hacked but blockchain in itself is only a small component of the whole software that is being built, you know, so there may be weaknesses or security vulnerabilities somewhere around blockchain, but not in the blockchain. You know, so that I would say that there is a possibility uh, to what uh, Srini said in terms of ensuring the safety and the security of, the, um, of these NFTs.
0: Just lastly, when you've spoken about NFTs throughout this conversation, two things that have really stuck out to me are status and accessibility Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, ensuring that they have that. Am I right in sort of assuming on that? That's right. Yeah, very
1: much, very much. Because I think the the benefit of NFT is a proof that you own something. At the moment, if you own a, a very expensive bag, there is no way that you can go and show Others. I mean, not that you have to, but if you if you had to, you will probably have to go and look for the receipt when you bought it. But nobody's going to do that. But if you have a digital representation of the same thing as a wallpaper in your phone or as a, something on the website somewhere, it makes it more accessible. Like what you said, you know, people can people can prove the ownership of any specific any asset that they that they have.
2: Yeah. Again, this is where we believe that um, the, the marketing places or the platforms would be the enablers to give more access to some of these coveted uh, collectibles, which would not be available normally in the, unless they're in some exclusive channels of purchase.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, thank you very much, Vidhi and Srini, for sharing your knowledge on this topic. Um, If you'd like to learn more about blockchain technologies, please check out our previous episode on cryptocurrency and blockchain with Vidhi. We'll link to that episode in today's show notes. So thank you both for coming in. Thank Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. us. You've been listening to The Future of, a podcast powered by Curtin University. If you've got something out of this episode, please remember to share it and subscribe to our podcast. Until next time, bye for now.